know, Veritas gets all kinds of labels. We've had been called like the the hipster church. We've been called the the young professional twenty somethings church. We we have all these labels that are put upon us. But I'm in a unique perspective where I get to work with all the congregations. I get to meet a lot of different people. And sometimes I think we just got it wrong. There's an incredible amount of unique people of all ages, of various races and ethnicities. And it's incredible to hear their story. And so I was having this conversation with somebody one time, and I was hearing this this woman's story and how powerful and moving it was. And I was thinking, this is not the narrative that I think a lot of people have in their mind about Veritas. And I really want everyone to hear this story. What's up, Ryan? Hey, Nick, how's it going? Dude, we get to start the podcast, and this is the teaser. This is an exciting day, an exciting podcast, an exciting time for Veritas Community Church. Yeah, so why do you think this podcast is going to be intriguing to people? Well, I'm just really excited for the the church to kind of feel like one church and hear about what's happening in all the different congregations, that they may not even know people from that congregation and know who the pastors are and leaders are, so... It'll be great to introduce them to those folks and let them hear what God is up to around the Veritas family. That's what I'm stoked about. And I was actually, we were at the members meeting last Sunday, and somebody uh, from the Short North congregation was like, man, it's incredible to see all kinds of different people that I've never seen before. And just to like, wow, they're like part of Veritas. And it was like a, kind of a huge surprise to them. But for guys like you and I, we're like, yeah, that's that's the yeah, that's, there's great people there. There's great people yeah. at all the congregations Imagine. and we get to meet with them a lot, but other people in the congregation don't get to on a Sunday or maybe maybe in some community groups to have a little crossover, but you know, you kind of got your community group, you got the Sunday uh, congregation you're going to um, and maybe some ministry stuff that you might be doing, but people don't get to see what we get to see. Yeah, I mean, like we said at the members meeting, we do kind of get to as pastors get to see a little bit more and kind of behind the scenes say, wow, how did God do this? Bring all these people together from different places and backgrounds. And uh, most of them are wonderful people. I'm kidding. All of them are great people. Yeah, they're all pretty awesome. Yep. What's like one, if you think about like all the stories in Veritas and you think about maybe something or somebody that has really inspired you that you're like, man, I wish we could tell that story. Don't say, you don't have to say who they are, but maybe just say, or tell us the story. Tell us about somebody who inspired you. Well, I, we have a lot of good stories. Um, a lot of this good mundane stalling. stories. Right no, now, I have it. I'm thinking. just setting it up, my friend. Oh, it's got to have a good setup to you know pull right. the listener in. You okay. know what I mean? I'm in. Yeah, okay. I'm on the edge of my You're seat. here <laughs> mostly because the microphone's all the way over here yeah. at the edge, and it's freezing in here. But yeah. Um, so I guess we have a family who is just they're such great servants, and they always are thinking of other people, which I'm always amazed by because that just doesn't come honestly. Uh, natural to me, and so I'm always amazed when it does to these type of people. So, this woman was um, moving 
and uh, needed some help with some landscaping stuff, taking some landscaping stuff to the dump. And so I just thought of of this family who is great servants and sort of text them and said, hey, do you think you'd be able to help with this? And then uh, like I got a text back. Yeah, we're on our way. You know, and it was Jeez. <laughs> they had collected themselves together and they were on their way. What's the address? We're headed that way now. And that's incredible. They took care of it. I didn't have to set it up or do anything for it. You know, they just saw need and met it. And so that was just like one of those times where you're kind of like, hey, man, the church is cool. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool thing. How about yourself? I, you know, I wasn't, I actually don't know if I have, well, I do have a particular situation. It wasn't necessarily about one person or, or anything. Um, but one of the things that really inspired me recently was actually Pastor Brad shared this story about just how we serve at Wyland Park Elementary School in, in, uh, and one of the things that was unique about how we were serving there was the fact that there's kind of there's kind of like various philosophies I suppose if I back up a little there's various philosophies on how you serve a neighborhood there's sort of like the soup kitchen mentality where you know you just give a lot of handouts and you brag about how many handouts you gave that year and and that's good like we need to be generous and we need to serve in in sort of that soup kitchen mentality and give handouts we want to help people out in the moment and in the with the immediate need and i like soup soup is good it's good yeah actually most soup kitchens don't actually serve soup maybe we could address that on a different we could talk about it differently but there was a, a a sort of the philosophy that we've had really came alive in this particular situation at wildland park elementary where a lot of um families that were actually being served and a part of of an orientation there were actually there as families who were their kids were in the school or involved you know Ashley Martin uh, she works there as Mm -hmm. a volunteer coordinator and um, it was just fascinating to see this doctrine or theology or this philosophy of incarnation playing out where we see that being in the neighborhood, serving in the neighborhood, loving the neighborhood means just being a part of the people. And we're not necessarily always always on the forefront of like just giveaways and mm-hmm. sort of a flashbang throw the I mean we do throw parties, block parties, we do do giveaways mm-hmm. and we we do serve the neighborhood in in these kinds of ways. Some are movie nights and movie stuff like nights. That. We do yeah, that we stuff. have all yeah. these things, but but to see the people like among the people, mm-hmm. knowing their names, mm-hmm. knowing who they are, uh, being one of them. In sort of a mundane kind of everyday way, you know, that's uh, I really like how you brought that up because that's kind of like a, how do you report that? Right. Like mm-hmm. we're living in the neighborhood. We're loving people and no matching T-shirts. Uh, we're watching and seeing what God does. I don't have necessarily some amazing story from it, but I have, right. I think the, the everyday ministry that we're called to be a part of, that's what we're doing. Yeah. And that inspires me so much. Mm-hmm. Like when I, when I see that and I hear about these stories and I experience it, you experience it mm-hmm. in our own neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. It's like you leave feeling like, man, this is the work of the gospel and there's no flash and there's no glitz and glamor about it. Um, and I think that, that, that really pleases the Lord Mm -hmm. and, um, it inspires me to no end. Like when I see, I mean, 
you know, I love the idea of, you know, just giving a handout. I do that. I, I do that regularly with your kids, <laughs> my kids, with you. <laughs> yeah, Oddly exactly. enough, you're always asking me for money. Yeah, it can um, be. <laughs> I'll give you the shirt off my back. I know you will. But um, as a as a person who really values relationship and like not just helping somebody out, but living life with them and understanding them and um, having relationship, just valuing relationship, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's just gone. That goes a distance so much further, even, even though it might take a lot of effort for one person. Um, and it's, you know, that's like, how many people did you reach this year? Well, three, Mm -hmm. that doesn't sound near as sexy and awesome as 3000 or 300,000 meals or 300 blankets or, you know, don't, I'm not trying to create a dichotomy that's not there. I'm trying to just say, I'm just so thankful for our people who live in their normal day life in ministry. Yeah. And for kind of seeing a, seeing it as a long haul thing. Yeah. They're going to do none, this for the foreseeable future. None of that was, none of that at all was a ministry of the church, a program of the church. Right. It was just people doing life in their neighborhood. Yeah, and a lot of times I think they have ministered to us and taught us that, which, mm-hmm. you know, we would have thought it was the other way around where we were the ones saying, here's how it should be, which we had the idea of it. We didn't know how quite it was going to play out. And they just took it and ran with it and have embodied it in a way that I think has taught us a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a really special thing. So these two stories are stories that I want to highlight. Mm-hmm. I want to invite people um, in the church. You want to invite people in the church to share those stories that we can learn from them, how people are doing marketplace ministry, how people are just engaging in their prayer life, how people are thinking through uh, big issues like uh, fashion or uh, technology or um, mercy work ministry in the city, uh, race in the church, race in, in our neighborhoods. Um, I mean, we've got a ton of topics to yeah. really engage in. And I think that that's what I'm excited about this um, is highlighting the people that are doing the work and reminding the church, showing the church what we get to see. Man, people are doing the work of the gospel. Yeah. I mean, we we believe that God has invited us into his story. And so we're kind of saying, hey, let's show how our people, the people of Veritas Community Church, the people we get to live life with, have uh, really been a part of the story and are a part of the story and living it so really cool looking forward to it me too see you soon peace hey thanks for taking the time to listen in and we hope it was helpful we'd love to hear your story and maybe feature you in the future vox veritas podcast so just shoot us an email veritas at veritascolumbus.com and tell us a little bit of your story in the email we'd love to hear about it at least But uh, there's going to be a lot of other stories besides just what's going on on the podcast at VeritasClumbus.com slash VoxVeritas. So go there, check out all the other stories going on all around the congregation of Veritas Community Church. And so I'm thankful to be a part of this. And my name's Nick, and happy to do this along Ryan Stanley. Have a good week.